0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. If you're a massive Drake fan, today's definitely your day. There's a huge OVO Toronto warehouse sale going on. I actually don't think Drake has anything to do with it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure he's going to enjoy the fact that apparently you can get all this OVO gear for like up to 80% off, but there you go. It is happening. It is downtown Toronto. So if you are a big OVO uh, fan, it's actually, sorry, Mississauga It's at the International Center today. And it's going to be packed. And it runs through Saturday. So, yeah, you know, that's going to be the case because apparently you can get all the shoes and the jackets and the whatnot for like super cheap. Again, I don't think that Drake is all about this. I'm not sure why. (laughs) But there you have it. In case you like the OVO gear. Times are tough. He's got a plane to pay for. You know,
1: it's true. Clear out pricing (laughs) on now at OVO. (laughs)
0: It's the super, gotta go. super extended boxing day in <laughs> February sale. <laughs> Whatever, man.
1: Big pre Valentine's <laughs> sale happening now at the <laughs> International Center. OBO gear. Gotta go. it has got to go. Maximum savings for your dollar.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not going to like this at all. But it's happening. There you go.
1: Track pants, sneaks, <laughs> hoodies. They've all got to go. Jeez. <laughs>
0: Uh, Times are tough Hey, times are tough And we all gotta make cuts here and there We all gotta do what we gotta do
1: You think that mansion in the bridal path was free? (laughs) Of course not
0: The hydro bill on that sucker? I don't even wanna know
1: Guys, we're gonna have a sale to pay the bills (laughs) We got excess inventory and it's all gotta go
0: So a buddy of mine services the pool there Really? The pool's open year-round It's a heated pool and it's obviously massive. We're talking about Drake, like Olympic sized heated pool. How much do you think that costs a year lot around
1: a gross amount of Woo!
0: money? OVO warehouse sale. <laughs> get your kicks today. Bro, do you know
1: how much hydro is? We need to liquidate. First 10 people in line get a free Grammy. How much money you got Bonus offer Yo,
0: how much money you got
1: No plastic bags will be offered Bring a reusable bag and you're good
0: (laughs) No bags Couldn't do it this year Nope Cash and carry Get out of here Tell your friends And we're going to charge admission (laughs) (laughs)
1: $40 to get into a sale Just to get in (laughs) Will Drake be there? Nope
0: No Nope
1: Use this very trustworthy debit machine that's connected to my phone to pay for your purchases. Uh-huh. No, it'll be cash only. Cash, cash only. Receipt, get out of nope. here. Yep. Let's go to this guy yesterday. Talking to Global News, who had been the one responsible for that plane, bound for Montego Bay, to have to turn around Mm -hmm. and come back to Toronto after he made a wild claim on the flight that he had coronavirus. He's explaining now why he did what he did. So listen to this and tell us if he gets a pass.
2: (laughs) You're Jamie. Yes, I'm James Potok. From the flight. From the flight. I okay. go by Potok Philippe. I'm an artist. You're an artist? Yes, sir. Okay, so can I just ask...
1: Oh, yeah, he's a rapper,
2: just so you know. Of course he's a rapper.
1: I ask you generally what your
2: interpretation of, of what happened. Uh, I fly to Jamaica five times a year. Uh, one time, a couple trips ago, I, I did a similar thing. I pulled my phone out. I made a viral video. I got up. I said, can I have your attention? Can I have your attention? Everyone stopped and looked. And I said, Lil Wayne's new album just dropped. Everybody go get it. No problem with that. Sat back down, landed, everybody got off, no issues. Seemed yeah. to me like this was in poor taste in retrospect. What I did, I stood up, I said, Can I have everybody's attention? I just came back from Hunan province. That was it. Why why late. did you why would you say that? Well I had my camera with me. I was looking to to get a viral video So looking to get it up on all the social media platforms
1: oh he just wanted uh, to make a viral video uh, that's yeah, it this is the worst he just wanted to make a video uh, okay let's hear more
2: i figured it would invoke some type of reaction not on the plane more people seeing on social media going wow this kid's got some balls or this kid is crazy whatever it is what purpose though to go viral? i'm an artist any publicity for myself as is soon good as he publicity. As said I'm
0: an artist, I was out. Oh, is it really oh, good publicity? Oh, it was an artist.
1: Any, uh, any
0: publicity is
2: good publicity.
0: I'm going to suggest to you the that ju- no. The judge is going to think otherwise, my friend.
2: <laughs> and what do you think now about what happened? What I did was wrong. Yes. I ruined the flights for 200 and some odd people. I ruined their flight.
1: Right now his lawyer is probably thinking, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut mm, up. Never
2: mind. His dad is about to
0: walk into the room during this.
2: And yeah. it, it, is there any repercussions from this that you know of? They just showed up and knocked. Yeah. Oh. Is that your dad? Yes. How you doing? Can yeah. I ask you, what about repercussions, or what do you think? They've charged me criminally. And uh, yeah, I have court to go to. Um, there's all types of positions, people that, uh, people that are happy, people that are upset, but mm. in the end, I've, I've... who's happy, <laughs> who's happy?
0: I don't, nobody's I don't, happy, no, no nobody
2: no. ruined the people on the plane's trip. So I'm extremely apologetic. Mm. Okay. This guy's a real piece of work. All right.
0: I mean, uh, so he's apologetic. He's apologetic. He says, is there anybody that's gonna, do you think that's uh, that was on that flight that would forgive him? You think there's a one person that was on that flight that would forgive him?
1: Not one. Six Buzz on Instagram has got video of this guy getting walked off the plane, and people are chirping him like crazy. Mm. They are mad. They missed a whole day of their vacation, a whole day because of this guy. Not to mention, they had to they got to what Jacksonville before they had to turn around and come back. This guy, he should have to reimburse every single person on the flight for their vacation
0: he's an artist I'm sure he could do it he could probably afford it he's an artist probably and a rapper is that right yes a rapper and an artist a
1: rapper and an artist
0: okay yeah he should he's got the belts, no problem
1: what was he thinking oh and by the way just because you make a video and put it online doesn't mean you're making a viral video viral is what happens if it goes viral You don't set out to, I'm going to film a viral video. No, you're just going to film a video.
0: We should just throw him and Chair Girl in a room together and lock that door. (laughs) Oh
1: No, because they could make more Chair Girls. (laughs)
0: You know, it would be fun if you brought a chair on the plane. (laughs) And then we threw it out the plane. Get your camera. Let's record it.
1: Have you ever taken a day off because you were having a really bad hair day?
0: No. No. This is
1: legit. I'm reading it in a couple of different sources. They say the average person suffers 96 bad hair days a year. 2,000 people were surveyed. When you break it down, it amounts to experiencing eight bad hair days a month. From hair falling out when you're washing it or brushing, general hair loss, frizzy hair, oily or greasy hair, (laughs) <laughs> People deal with a lot of unfortunate hair issues regularly. Yeah. Four in five have chosen to stay in rather than go somewhere because they could not do anything with their hair. And and a third have even called in sick over a hair issue.
0: Okay, that's quite extreme. You and I are lucky in that we can throw a hat on in the summertime, a toque on in the winter, and whatever. We roll in. No, nobody really sees us except for the people we work with. Not only can we, we do. We <laughs> have. We have. Um, I know some people who, some ladies are bad for this. We'll just do the dry shampoo quick thing. But you know, they've had a bad day and they don't want to see anybody, but they're like, "Yes, yeah, the fourth time I've dry shampooed, I should probably shower." Yeah, you should probably just give that a <laughs> you should probably give that a wash. Yeah. But for some people, they can't cover it. They can't throw hats on. There's a dress code at work and you just can't do it. I never knew there were people actually taking days off, sick days, because they ah, they just couldn't even with their hair. Never S- heard of that before. Some people
1: want to look a certain way and I get it, and if you're the type who's got maybe naturally curly hair, but you prefer to wear it straight. If that straightening iron isn't working or if you just cannot make it do something, I get it. I get it.
0: It is frustrating, right? It is a frustrating moment. But again, to call your work. To just throw your
1: hands in the air and say, uh, forget it.
0: No. My hair's sick with something. I don't know what's going on, but going to have to call in uh, hair sick today.
1: Not today. It's just not going to happen today. I can't. Wow. My head is just not in a place where I can go out and be seen in public. And if
0: people do that when they have a bad hair day, imagine the amount of people they are doing that because they're just feeling like gross that day. Just generally. Nah, I feel like I look fat. I'm not going into work.
1: <laughs> I've said for a long time, <laughs> you should be able to call in fat. <laughs> when you're feeling bloated
0: no it'll never be a thing it should be you a thing can't do that when
1: you walk by the mirror and think who is that oh my god that's me all right i'm not going anywhere today i'm gonna stay home and do crunches all day today i'm gonna work from good life today how about that that's what i'm gonna do
0: <laughs> there should be but this goes back to what you said When we talked about something similar to this, a flex days, we should just have a couple of flex days and you can use it if you're having a bad hair day. No excuse required. No lies required, right? Yeah. I I would never be able to lie, lie to my superior and say I'm sick when really, uh, I don't like my hair today. Who should, who's doing that? Who's doing that? I want to know if people actually do this. Is this real?
1: It's real. Wow. It's legit. Speaking of dogs, I love this. Has your dog ever brought something back? Like it went out for a walk or you were on a trail run and it dashed off and came back with something?
0: So Leo is not much of a fetcher. In fact, we tried to teach him how to play fetch. He's just brutal. He's no good at it. But he'll, he'll find, he'll sniff out things. And then I notice when he's sniffing out for a long period of time, I go over there and I found all kinds of things that he's been sniffing on. That kind of thing, but never bringing it to the house.
1: Cats are known for this. Cats, if they go outside, are known for occasionally bringing you back a bird or bringing you back a a mouse.
0: And and it's a gift. And you should be grateful.
1: (laughs) I think so. So in Virginia, this dog, and I give every dog a 10 out of 10 good boy rating until they prove me wrong. And I think that this dog is a good dog. But it went out. Mm-hmm. They backed onto a ravine, a lot of open area. So the dog was out doing what dogs do. And it came back and it brought something with it. The owners are watching the dog come back up the hill, coming towards the house. Oh, look, uh, Fido there's carrying something. What's Fido got? He brought something. Maybe he caught something. It was a bear. He brought what? back I'm an so- actual bear. What? A bear. So there was a bear in the forest and it had been orphaned, whether it got separated from its mother or maybe the mother unfortunately died. I don't know. But for whatever reason, there was a little bear cub in the forest and this dog's maternal instinct kicked in and thought, this little baby needs some help. So the dog grabbed the bear by the scruff and took it back to the house as if. Well, we got to feed it. We got to give it food and and water and stuff. Oh, my gosh. What happened? What happened? So they called a wildlife rescuer who came over. This is someone who has expertise in caring for newborn cubs. The baby bear was um, eventually. Oh, here. It's a happy ending. I got it right here at the end of the story. The baby bear was eventually uh, reunited with its family, so it must have just gotten separated.
0: Okay, good. Or, or the good. dog is
1: part of a bear
0: abduction. I don't know. <laughs> we you be I... charging that dog. But well, This is actually a horrible story. Did the dog pull up in a white van with no markings? Because this, this story might not be what it seems.
1: I think that's fantastic. And scary as you know what at the same time. No kidding. Your dog comes home and brings you a, a bear. bear. Well, what? See, what, my what problem I gonna do with the is bear?
0: how cute would that little cub I'd be like, let's keep it, honey.
1: See, and I'd like to think that too, because I'm one of those people who looks at bears and thinks they're adorable. Until
0: they eat your face off.
1: Then I saw The Revenant and thought, <laughs> no bears. Okay, we're going to cross if, that off the yeah, list.
0: That's right. <laughs> If only Leonardo DiCaprio can handle that, I don't think I can. Nope.
1: I don't think I've ever asked you this, but how many balls can you fit in your mouth at once?
0: What kind of, what size balls are, like, what are we talking about? You say balls. There's lots of different sizes of balls, so I couldn't tell you unless you told me the size. Tennis balls. Oh.
1: None, probably.
0: Is a tennis ball? No. no.
1: I actually just wanted to see the look on your face when I asked you that question, <laughs> point blank. <laughs> yeah about four, actually? Four is a good number. Yeah. <laughs> There's a dog in New York State, and his owners figured out that for whatever reason, maybe it's the way his jaw is shaped or something like that, but he can fit a lot of balls in his mouth at one time.
0: It's incredible what some dogs can do.
1: This dog can fit six tennis balls in its mouth at once. How? They think that's a Guinness record, so they're going to try and get it certified and get their dog into the history books. Why
0: not? What can, Does it say what kind of dog?
1: Golden Retriever.
0: A go, mm, of course. Of course it's a Golden Retriever. They're the best.
1: Finley is his name. He is six years old. They've set up an Instagram account for him so that they can prove that he does fit a lot of balls in his mouth at once. <laughs> there are pretty strict requirements, though, to get into the Guinness Book of Records. Right. So there's got to be a verification process and they've got to make sure that the balls are all regulation size and the whole nine yards.
0: Do they have a Guinness Book of World Records, but just for pets, just for animals? Because that's something I could get into. You know, they have those hardcover uh, books, those coffee table style books you can buy every year.
1: 100%.
0: They're great. They're fun to look through. I'd love to see one that's just animals. What animals can do.
1: Now, the animals themselves, of course, are not aware that they've set a Guinness record or that they are a
0: worldwide phenomenon. But if it was in a book, I think they'd understand.
1: Dog owners are so much like parents in that the bragging that's going to go on if you had a kid that was in the guinness book of records you would tell everybody who would listen you'd be telling the people behind you in line at tim's Mm. hey you know what my kid can do i imagine it's probably the same way with this dog six balls in your mouth at once good job finley
0: i like it i'm impressed
1: and one of the things that i love 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 to talk about is frivolous lawsuits.
0: Oh, give it to me. Come on, tell me.
1: A drunk 16-year-old was driven home by a cop. Underage drinking, cop decided, I'm going to take you home to your parents. Great. So the kid stole the police car.
0: I'm sorry, what?
1: While the cop was talking to the kid's mom.
0: Oh, Oh, he wasn't bad enough in that moment. He wasn't badass enough. Girl, okay, you know what?
1: Underage drinking. Got driven home by a cop. The cop goes to talk to mom. Hey, listen. It, your girl here is loaded. So she stole the cop car while the cop was talking to the mom. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: She crashed it. She got in a collision with the police car. Now... She has filed a $300,000 lawsuit against the cop. Uh huh. Claiming the cop was negligent for leaving the keys in the (laughs) car. Stop. Stop. The lawsuit alleges that police officers should have restrained her or taken the keys.
0: Oh, clearly. Clearly.
1: Her lawyer says, quote, She was pretty severely intoxicated, and we know that severely intoxicated people make really bad decisions, right? The officer knows that too. It was a glaring oversight on his part. Okay. (laughs) This might be the dumbest lawsuit I've ever heard in my life.
0: A lawsuit. Brutal. The cop might get in trouble for doing that. I don't really know what the policies and the procedures are. I assume that you really shouldn't leave your keys in the car accessible to someone that you're actually bringing home, regardless of their age or gender, perhaps. Maybe he thought, ah, she's just being a silly girl. She's a silly teenager. Harmless.
1: Ooh. We've got to go to martial law. Just anything goes. Anything goes. You know what? (laughs) From now on, nobody gets in the back of a police car unless you are, like, completely hog-tied and tied to both walls of the police car. It's the only way to do it now. There's going to have to be rules, maybe a warning label on keys from now on. Warning, may start a car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this just in. Oh, my God.
1: When I tell you stories about dumb drunk drivers, and it seems like they're getting stupider. Mm-hmm. Do you like the fact that they're getting caught or do you hate hearing it because it's another impaired driver?
0: I hate uh, both. I mean both honestly. It's frustrating I, I that people haven't it. got the message. It's very frustrating uh, it bothers me a lot but I'm also like okay that's one less person. The problem is that the, the way that our justice system works is that I, I, I worry that okay that same person is going to do this might do this again because there's a lot of repeat offenders and that pisses me off. We should take their license away period. The end. That's it.
1: This is a wild one out of Florida. Maybe the dumbest DUI of 2020 so far. 63-year-old driver. He was on the expressway. There was a cop up ahead of him. What do you do if you want to get somebody in front of you to pull over? You keep flashing your lights at him, right? So the cop sees this guy behind him flashing lights. He thinks, so. oh boy, All right, this must be an emergency. Cop pulled over to the shoulder. Guy behind him pulled in behind the cop. Before the cop could get out of his car, the man got out of his car, goes up, knocks on the police officer's window. Hello? A little lost. I need directions to the parts store. So the cop thinks, you pulled me over for directions. Mm. And wait a second. I smell alcohol. Says, Tell you what, why don't you go back to your car and I'll be right with you. Runs the plate, goes back to the car. He says, sir... I have reason to believe that you may have consumed some alcohol and I'd like you to take a breathalyzer test. So after a little bit of debating, finally the guy blows. And he blew over. He was drunk. And when police searched the car, they found a bottle of whiskey. And when they found the bottle of whiskey, they also found a bag of cocaine.
0: Oh, here we go.
1: He was charged with over 80, impaired driving, possession and careless driving
0: <laughs> okay okay so this guy is an obviously an idiot aside from being drunk and drugged up right just a complete moron whiskey and coke even i mean i don't know what that would be like in that whiskey coke haze but really you thought maybe the police officer Would be a great, great person to talk to for information on how to get to a parts store. What was he planning to do at the parts store while high and drunk?
1: There was probably something wrong with his car, which would be another charge (laughs) that the cop just hadn't discovered at the time.
0: I'm glad there's that many stupid people because at least they help the police out. I mean, he went right, I mean, went right up to the guy.
1: Right up to the cop. a
0: drive through arrest. Made it so
1: easy Perfect It's it's a drive-through arrest It's the most convenient arrest ever
0: Yeah Here you go Here's your quota for the week Hello, it's me
1: Think of how great the cops would feel every single morning Just knowing that it's okay The criminals will find me (laughs) Alright
0: And side note Drunk, sober, doesn't matter Police aren't really information centers They're not like kiosks at a mall You don't just go up to them for information That's not really (laughs) part of the gig You've got a problem. you got a question. You want to thank them for their service. Um, many other things.
1: We truly have evolved in that the criminals are now going to the cops. If we can just train them to do the paperwork themselves as well, that would make a cop's day. Could <laughs> you imagine? I'll fill out my own forms. It's fine. it's fine. I'm
0: great at administration. Don't worry about it.
1: Give me a notebook and I'll just write down everything that happened. It's <laughs> you, great. You
0: relax. It's all good.
1: We're going to talk about you and your partner after seven. Would you say they are a positive influence on your eating habits or a negative influence? Because it's amazing how many people think, I really try and eat well, and make the right choices, but it's so hard with them around.
0: That's so ridiculous, though. You choose Once you what goes it. in your mouth. At least you should be.
1: Uh-uh. You, it's hard it, it, sometimes, yeah, especially when you're in a new uh, relationship. That's why
0: they call it willpower. Willpower.
1: Not true. If I get into a new relationship with somebody probably going to be dining out a fairly regular amount okay when you dine out you don't make the same choices that you might make at home
0: you but you can no it's called a choice for a reason cat you can choose to get the salad and the grilled chicken or the whatever it is if you're trying to go meatless you can choose the vegetarian option you're just not choosing it
1: we are out of time but we will bring this back after seven o'clock gonna
0: throw down after 7 a.m about this because i completely disagree
1: this came up before seven o'clock majority of people are cheating on their partner with food 71% say they sometimes secretly make some unhealthy food choices behind their partner's back Ooh. 55% have hidden food from their partner somewhere in the house they've
0: got a stash i
1: got a stash of uh lints hidden somewhere in the house or i got a some pizza that I buried at the back of the fridge because I want to eat that later, and I don't want them to eat
0: it. Got Reese's peanut butter cuffs in a tampon box because I know he ain't going in there. Exactly. (laughs) That sort of thing. Right, right. Now,
1: as they were doing this, they found that sometimes your partner can be a very positive influence on you in your healthy eating choices. But not always. 68%. See, their partner has had a negative influence on their healthy eating
0: habits. 68% playing the old blame game, huh?
1: Okay, but I get it. And, And let me give you an example. I was on a real good run for a while there. I was cooking at home, and I was eating healthy, and everything was great. But then when I got into a relationship, particularly at the beginning, it's a lot of Restaurants, it's a lot of dining out. Mm -hmm. And while I could go to Turtle Jack's and order a salad with grilled chicken or salmon on it, yes,
0: you could. That's true. When you go out,
1: it's very, very easy to get into the wings. I mean, it's TJ, it's very, very easy to order a steak, it's very easy to order an appetizer. And then your entree, whereas I would never make myself an
0: appetizer Uh, at home. How is that her? How is that a blame on her, though? That sounds like a you problem. Dessert as well. That doesn't sound like a her problem. That sounds like a you problem. Okay,
1: but I wouldn't be out if it wasn't for her. Once you get into that new relationship and you start getting into that.
0: My gosh.
1: Did she hold a gun to my head and say, you're going to eat a steak? No, of course she didn't. But when you're out it's a lot easier to fall into that slip cheat mode from your diet. You know what I mean?
0: You're not full. No, I don't. I completely disagree with you. It's I don't not understand. Her fault. You can pick whatever you want to eat. She's not forcing you to eat anything. It's still your choice. And when you go to a restaurant, there's a plenty of healthy options. People just don't opt to do them. Or you can change things around, modify the foods that are there to make them healthier. You don't have to do it just because the other person's doing it. Well, if you're going to get fries, I guess I'll get fries. no. Yeah, newsflash. You don't have to do that.
1: When I'm at home, even if I make something a little less healthy, if I make wings at home, chances are I'm going to grill them, put a nice sauce on, probably one that I made from scratch. A lot healthier than the ones that got stuck in a deep fryer for a few minutes and had a whole bunch of sauce drizzled on them. I'm not eating as healthy when I eat out as I am when I'm at home. But... This is what you do when you get into a new relationship. It's fun. It's exciting. You go different places. You try different things. And cooking at home can be a lot healthier. When I'm at home, I don't cook with salt in any way. I don't even think I have salt at home. Restaurants, you know how much sodium's in that. They load it up. So even if it's not directly their fault, if it wasn't for them, nah, I probably wouldn't be going to... Montana's for the all-you-can-eat ribs,
0: <laughs> which okay, is on right now. If that's the way you see it, <laughs> I I get I get that it's hard for some people who don't have the willpower when, let's say, you're going without snacking. Okay, so no snacks for me. But then, oh, my husband just opened a bag of chips, or my wife just took out a deep and delicious cake and took a slice right in front of me. It's tough,
1: you maniac.
0: But you <laughs> but you have to get through it. You got to choose for yourself and it can be done. Is it hard? For sure. For a lot of people, for some people, it's harder than others. But yeah, you could do it, man. You can do it. Stop making excuses and blaming other people.
1: It's not blaming My other opinion, people. It's the circumstance uh, that you wouldn't it, be in if it wasn't for the fact that you're with that no, person. It
0: sounds like you're ma- you are You could have, like you said, it's a choice. When you open up a menu, you have choices. You're choosing the bad choices. What
1: That's about you. the pure volume? The pure volume of food. When I'm at home, am I gonna eat then an don't appetizer? do to eat.
0: Why are you going out to eat so much? Cat. Make meals for her at your place.
1: Uh huh. Okay.
0: Or choose right off the bu- right off the top, cut the meal in half. A lot of people do this in restaurants. Yes, they serve big portions at a lot of restaurants. That's some, another problem. Some restaurants are famous for it, right? You get this massive, farmer special plate, whatever the case is, whatever you're eating. Right off the bat, tell them you want a takeout container or something cut everything cut the burger in half portion out the this and that and the next thing put it aside and then eat it you can choose to do that you can choose to do that at the restaurant then you got two meals in one too you're just not doing it you're just mad because you're not doing it all of these are your choices my lecture is complete thank you for coming
1: (laughs) when's the last time you were on a date (laughs) well 15 20
0: years Like a first date? Yeah, Yeah, of course. It's been like 15 years since I was out on a first date. I
1: find, in my experience, when I start dating someone new, if I say, why don't you just come to my place? That's not happening on a first date. You, especially when you're single and trying to get back into the dating pool, do dine out. Hey, is that my first impression? Oh, hang on a second. I I need a big knife and a takeout container. I'm going to cut this burger in half. That doesn't happen.
0: Then get the salad. Get something healthy. Get a healthy option. Get the veggie burger instead of this. Get this instead of that. Get salad instead of fries. You can make all those choices. And the right person isn't going to judge you for it, if that's what you're worried about.
1: Not judging. It's Hey, you dine out more. Bigger portions. Cooked with sodium. Cooked in oil. Deep fried. There's a lot of different things, even if you make great choices. Hey, people think that the salad is a great option when they're getting takeout. Do you know how many calories are in the dressing that comes on that salad? It's worse than a Big
0: Mac. You have to modify stuff. Oh,
1: boy. Why don't I just go into the kitchen and cook it myself?
0: Yeah, that's what I said you should probably do anyway. At
1: the restaurant.
0: I, again, sorry, I, it's, it's still on you, man. It's not You're trying to play blame games on restaurants and p- other people. You are in control of what you put in your mouth. Myself and
1: 68% of people yep. believe that their partner has negatively influenced yep. their otherwise healthy eating habits.
0: Blamey, blamey, blaminess is I all I hear. I
1: get it. I totally do
0: hey it's brian brian how you doing good how are you good
1: so we're gonna play know the show i asked cat a couple of questions and all you have to do is guess how she answered okay all right did cat say she'd rather not own a car or not own a dog
2: Let's go with not own a car.
0: Correct.
1: As a dog lover, of she course. would rather give up the car. Of
0: course. I would I never give up my dog. And Leo. Hi. By the way, can I get a ride, Scott?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did Kat say she'd rather be the most popular kid in school or the teacher's pet? You gotta be popular kid.
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: <laughs> I liked being the teacher's pet, can I just say?
0: I still was a little bit of depending on the teacher, I still had my teachers that like I chat with and we're all good and I still talk to this day. I think it's to, to try to find a balance is key, but this is not the game.
1: Did Kat say she'd rather be rich but ugly or poor but hot?
0: Hmm. Um poor but hot. That's absolutely right.
1: She's currently poor and hot.
0: <laughs> That's my life, <laughs> so I'm used to it. Just Last kidding. one. Just kidding, everybody.
1: She can only use one for the rest of her life fork or spoon. What'd she say? Uh, fork. Sure, you got it. Well, you got three out of four, but we're going <laughs> to give it to you anyway. Congratulations. Please, hey, thanks very much.
0: I'm just trying to picture eating soup with a fork, and I just can't do it.
1: Yeah, that might be difficult your vet or your doctor before you do anything that we might discuss here we're just going to talk from our own experience see
0: that i like you ha- i like how you got us there from the legal aspect scott
1: <laughs> well you uh, know somebody's absolutely. gonna be like oh, i gave my dog a
0: joint and he yeah. had a seizure no no, no we're no, not saying no to do no, that. no 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 not at all but i know some people that do it for joints it issues you can talk to your veterinarian about that absolutely so yeah no so i just mentioned to him i got some cbd well have you ever even tried it Never tried it. Didn't hear much about it. So we did our best in that short period of time while we were also a little inebriated to explain to him that it's fine. You're not going to see things. He's worried he's going to start seeing butterflies. and
1: He was worried that he would hallucinate from a CBD oil. That's
0: right. So I did give him some. And I found out it worked quite well for him that evening. And then I think he's going to get it from now on. But it's amazing the paranoia. Actually, he sent me a text a little while ago. I'm still seeing butterflies. Am I supposed to be seeing them? (laughs) Totally kidding, of course, because he had no idea that it was perfectly fine and safe and you're not going to hallucinate and everything's okay. Take the amount that you're supposed to take and it gives you a rough idea. Some people take a little more. Some people take a little less to start off.
1: I was skeptical at first, too, so I totally know where he's coming from. And a buddy of mine said, hey, listen, you have back pain. Don't sleep great you should try the CBD oil. And I thought, well, here we go. This is where my life hooked on drugs begins. <laughs> I'll try it, though, because I really want to sleep.
0: Because up till that point, you had had nothing, right? You've nothing. never you've never even smoked a joint in your life. Never. Yeah.
1: I was one of those people who thought, if it's going to be legal, then I'll participate. And but if it's me, not legal, then I'm not doing it.
0: And I believe him, because trust me, I called BS on it at first, too. But then, no, I believe you. I believe you.
1: So... The CBD oil, I think a lot of people confuse it and think, well, I'm going to get high off of it. I can't take CBD oil and then drive. Um, I mean, obviously do your research on what you're buying, but there's a difference between CBD and THC. THC is the active ingredient in cannabis that gets you high. Most CBD oil has little to no THC in it. You would have to take a lot of it to even feel a thing. Absolutely. But there are some, they say, again, I'm not a doctor. But even if you go to a pot shop, they'll say the same thing. We're not allowed to talk to you about the health benefits of CBD. But a lot of people have experienced very positive outcomes. When they started on CBD
0: Well let's get a damn shop here in the region So that people ha- actually have a place to go to Thank you And talk to somebody one on one Oh, I love
1: driving to London every couple of weeks To yeah. have to shop
0: Honest to goodness Or Burlington Or wherever the other ones are at I, Burlington's I, got three of them Burlington has three We've got nothing here We were able to do it But it just isn't here yet For those wondering Hopefully soon, that would be great because I think that people need that one-on-one. They need that person, much like my neighbor did to us and asked us questions, me and my husband about it. We were able to tell him from a perspective and and some people don't have that and they don't trust everything they read online, which I understand.
1: I'll just say another thing on this. We'll go a little long on this segment, but I actually had my annual physical last week and I was talking to my doctor and I told her that I was doing this. And she said, I'll be honest with you. I'm a doctor and I do not believe in medical marijuana. I think it's certain people that it works great on, but the vast majority, it really doesn't have much impact.
0: Interesting. She okay. said,
1: you, on the other hand, seem to have the perfect receptors for this to work well on you. Mm. So she actually offered me a prescription for medical marijuana, which I did not take. But she said, I seem to be um, one of those people that it would work well on. It's definitely worth having a chat with your doctor about. I don't know if your doctor's for or against it, but it seems like every guy I talk to is taking CBD oil. Maybe it's just great marketing from the CBD industry. I don't know. Maybe. But it seems like everybody I run into that we have a conversation about general health and wellness Is telling me, oh, yeah, CBD oil all the time. I take the capsules or, oh, I have the liquid stuff. I sprinkle it on food before I eat and things like that. Definitely worth looking into if you uh, think you could benefit from it. Just talk to a pro before you do it. Talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. But learn the truth, too. Learn the facts because there is a lot of misconceptions. Oh, I can't take it because I got to drive. Uh, Maybe that is the case Maybe it's not You should look into What an appropriate dosage is And what's in the particular one That you want to take Kat's basically a drug dealer In her new neighborhood now Okay,
0: let's not start rumors, man I just moved in You're dealing You're
1: dealing And the police need to deal with you Because you're a pusher At this point
0: Hey, hey
1: Did you give away the first one For free?
0: (laughs) First one's always free, my friend That's how you get them hooked Uh Uh-huh No, I have a neighbor and a a new neighbor that came over and I and he was telling me that he had uh, trouble sleeping, insomnia and also some back pain and hates taking pills. Right. Hates pills. I'm the same way. If I can avoid pill popping, I avoid pill popping.
1: Pharmaceutical type stuff. Pharmaceutical type stuff. The stuff you buy over the counter at shoppers that
0: oh, it'll help you sleep better. So, I mean, I think there's nothing wrong with the fact that I offered up what I have in my cupboard and what we use from time to time, which is CBD oil, which we can get now, anytime. No problem. Not illegal at all.
1: No. CBD. It's amazing how many people don't understand it or think that CBD oil is, is a drug. They'll get you high. It's really not like that.
0: Mm -mm. There's very minimal THC in the stuff that we buy, the CBD oil. It's pretty much straight CBD. Some people give it to their pets as they get older to help their joint pain. I've heard that. You can give it to your pets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: by the way, before we go any further in this conversation, mm -hmm. let's preface this by saying we're not doctors. We're just talking from our own experience. You should talk to your vet or your doctor before you do anything that we might discuss here. We're just going to talk from our own experience. See,
0: that, I like you. Ha- I like how you got us there from the legal aspect, Scott. <laughs> well, you uh, know somebody's going to be like, oh, I gave my dog a joint and he yeah. had a seizure. No, 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 We're no, not saying no, to do no, that. No, 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 not at all. But I know some people that do it for joint I- issues. You can talk to your veterinarian about that. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, so I just mentioned to him, I got some CBD oil. Have you ever even tried it? Never tried it. Didn't hear much about it. So we did our best in that short period of time while we were also a little inebriated to explain to him that it's fine. You're not going to see things. He's worried he's going to start seeing butterflies. and
1: He was worried that he would hallucinate from a CBD oil.
0: That's right. So I did give him some. And I found out it worked quite well for him that evening. And then I think he's going to get it from now on. But it's amazing the paranoia. Actually, he sent me a text a little while ago. I'm still seeing butterflies. Am I supposed to be seeing them? (laughs) Totally kidding, of course, because he had no idea that it was perfectly fine and safe and you're not going to hallucinate and everything's okay. Take the amount that you're supposed to take and it gives you a rough idea. Some people take a little more. Some people take a little less to start off.
1: I was skeptical at first, too, so I totally know where he's coming from. And a buddy of mine said, hey, listen, you have back pain. Don't sleep great. You should try the CBD oil. And I thought, well, here we go. This is where my life hooked on drugs begins. (laughs) I'll try it, though, because I really want to sleep.
0: Because up till that point, you had had nothing, right? You've never never even smoked a joint in your life. Never. Yeah.
1: I was one of those people who thought, if it's going to be legal, then I'll participate. But if it's not legal, then I'm not doing
0: it. And I believe him, because trust me, I called BS on it at first, too. But then, no, I believe you. I believe you.
1: So... The CBD oil, I think a lot of people confuse it and think, well, I'm going to get high off of it. I can't take CBD oil and then drive. Um, I mean, obviously do your research on what you're buying, but there's a difference between CBD and THC. THC is the active ingredient in cannabis that gets you high. Most CBD oil has little to no THC in it. You would have to take a lot of it to even feel a thing. Absolutely. But there are some, they say, again, I'm not a doctor. But even if you go to a pot shop, they'll say the same thing. We're not allowed to talk to you about the health benefits of CBD, but a lot of people have experienced very positive outcomes when they started on CBD.
0: Well, let's get a damn shop here in the region so that people actually have a place to go to. Thank you. And talk to somebody one-on-one.
1: Oh, I love driving to London every couple of weeks to have to shop.
0: Honest to goodness, or Burlington, or wherever the other ones are at. Burlington's got three of them. Burlington has three. We've got nothing here. We were able to do it, but it just isn't here yet, for those wondering. Hopefully soon, that would be great because I think that people need that one-on-one. They need that person, much like my neighbor did to us and asked us questions, me and my husband about it. We were able to tell him from a perspective and and some people don't have that and they don't trust everything they read online, which I understand.
1: I'll just say another thing on this. We'll go a little long on this segment, but I actually had my annual physical last week and I was talking to my doctor and I told her that I was doing this. And she said, I'll be honest with you. I'm a doctor and I do not believe in medical marijuana. I think it's certain people that it works great on, but the vast majority, it really doesn't have much impact.
0: Interesting. She okay. said,
1: you, on the other hand, seem to have the perfect receptors for this to work well on you. Mm. So she actually offered me a prescription for medical marijuana, which I did not take. But she said, I seem to be um, one of those people that it would work well on. It's definitely worth having a chat with your doctor about. I don't know if your doctor's for or against it, but it seems like every guy I talk to is taking CBD oil. Maybe it's just great marketing from the CBD industry. I don't know. Maybe. But it seems like everybody I run into that we have a conversation about general health and wellness Is telling me, oh, yeah, CBD oil all the time. I take the capsules or, Mm -hmm. oh, I have the liquid stuff. I sprinkle it on food before I eat and things like that. Definitely worth looking into if you uh, think you could benefit from it. Just talk to a pro before you do it. Talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. But learn the truth, too. Learn the facts because there is a lot of misconceptions. Oh, I can't take it because I got to drive. Uh, Maybe that is the case. Maybe it's not. You should look into what an appropriate dosage is and what's in the particular one that you want to take. Uh, My name's Paul. Paul, how are you? I'm good. Yourself? Good. Hey, Paul, have you ever heard if you laugh, you lose? Uh, No, but I was hearing you guys just talk about it. Okay, so I'm going to give you some of my best jokes. All right. If you laugh, though, it's over. If you can manage to hold it together, you're going to win, okay? All right. Paul. Yep. What do you call two married spiders? Oh no. Newly webs. Okay. okay. All right. That wasn't a great joke. Fine. Not good. I can do better. Not I can good, do better. Scott. I'm gonna keep trying to get you, Paul. What do you call a store that sells artificial limbs? Don't know. A second hand store. All right. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> Somebody just threw a jar of mayonnaise at me. I was like, what the hell, man?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Almost. Did you want to laugh a little bit there?
2: I've heard that one before. Have you? All right. All
0: right.
1: How do lumberjacks know how many trees they've cut down?
0: Not sure. They keep a log. Okay. Oh, you're killing me, Paul. (laughs) You're killing me. He's got this great thing going where he'll say okay and then okay. he'll stop him from laughing. Right. Okay.
1: Meanwhile, he's like oh, pinching okay. his balls or something like that so he doesn't laugh. Uh, <laughs> Paul, <his> congratulations. <laughs> you did great. We're gonna make you a winner. Awesome, thank you. Favorite station every morning. 915B.
0: Give us a laugh, Paul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's what we were listening to? <laughs>
0: that's for? what we were missing the whole time. Oh, all right. <laughs> Hi, 915 the beat. Hi, good morning.
1: How you doing?
0: I'm good.
2: How are you? Good. What's up? I just called in to see if
1: you make me laugh. Oh, you want another edition of If You Laugh, You Lose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell you what. I don't have a whole bunch of material still available, but I'm going to do what I can here. If, if you laugh, you're done. Okay. What do you call a group of mountains?
0: What?
1: Hilarious.
0: hmm hmm Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I concur with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Did you hear that the world tongue twister champion got arrested? I did not. Yeah, the judge gave him a really tough sentence.
0: Oh, God. Mm. Really? I know. That's disappointing. Isn't it disapp- it's disappointing? It's disappointing. It's not too bad, though. <laughs> it's not too bad. She just gave you a over the phone pat on the head.
1: What do you do if you're ever attacked by a mob of clowns? What? Go for the juggler.
0: All right. <laughs> okay. they're, uh, they're, I like that one. they're slowly improving, right? Mm-hmm. Not bad.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, I don't even know if I told you this. Myself and some friends just started a band, and we're called Duvet. We're a mm-hmm. cover band. All right, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you were close. You actually won it a few minutes ago. We're going to make you a winner. I'm going to give you a hypothetical because tonight, The Lotto Max is 40 million. Tomorrow, the 649 is for 9 million. And I think I know the answer to this, but we'll just formalize it. Okay. If you won the lottery, would you leave your husband?
0: Oh, gosh, no, no, no.
1: New study finds one in six would end the relationship and just peace out with their money (laughs) if they won the lottery. One in six is a
0: pretty substantial number that are thinking.
1: If I won the lottery, I'd be out of this situation.
0: Wow. Because, Uh well, I mean, when you think about reasons why people don't divorce, money is up there. Money is one of the main reasons people don't want to go through with it. They say, oh, it's going to take too much money. I'm going to have to pay the lawyers out, this, that, and the next thing. So money would make a difference to people, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Of those people that wouldn't leave their partner, they would stay with them. One in four don't really want to split the winnings with their partner that's going in their bank account not the joint account can you imagine cat your husband comes home and he says i won the lottery 40 million dollars and you're thinking great well, we're Woo! gonna buy a mansion and we're gonna travel the world and he's thinking yeah if you save up for it this is going in my bank account
0: yeah interesting huh can you imagine that they have 40
1: million in the bank and you're still in the exact same situation you're mm. in 3 in 10 of those who want to keep the money say they have an arrangement with their other half where all finances are kept separately. There's something to this here. Sure. If you've ever wanted to be married to a billionaire, it could happen. It could also be the person you're already married to, and you really don't get any benefit to that whatsoever. 40% of people say they are unlikely to tell anyone if they won the jackpot
0: would you what no. would you okay you wouldn't until I would tell when, I have like when would
1: five people that i would tell period okay five people
0: okay the way that it works here in ontario do you have to legally give your name remind me of how that works
1: so you I, you see these photo ops all the time yeah. at the olg headquarters here's such and such here's a, a judy from Listowel with her big 40 million dollar check Do you have to do that? I'm really not sure. I've never looked into it, but if I can avoid it, I'm avoiding it. I don't want anybody to know. Like I said, there's maybe five people that are going to know if I won the lottery. Everybody else is just going to wonder, why is he always smiling now? There's something different about that guy. Wow, Scott's
0: traveling a lot. They're not going to know why. This guy's getting laid a lot lately or something's up with him.
1: (laughs) When I start flashing the 20s here in the studio, coffee's on me. 20s?
0: What?
1: Only 20s. You don't get to see the brown ones. That'll tip you off. You're not one of the five.
0: Man. Yeah, you know, I'm with you, though. I always, yeah, I figured. It's okay. I always wondered, though, about that, whether you have to tell people or not. Because I would would not want to either. People come out of the woodwork wanting everything from you. And money is one of the number one things they're going to want from you.
1: There is something to be said, though, for good karma. And if you do do it, win that lottery, paying off some bills for your friends. What would you do if I just walked in here tomorrow, Monday morning? I walk in here Monday morning. Hey, cat, just a regular run of the mill weekend. Nothing happened, but I would like to pay off your mortgage for you. You're going to flip out. Yeah. You wouldn't know what happened. Yeah. Wow, he really saves. How much is his new contract?
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought we were on the same page here, buddy.
1: Uh, When's the last time you ordered a package?
0: Oh, um, not long ago. I just got one. What the heck was it? Yeah, in like a week, less than a week ago.
1: I feel like you online shop more than I do. I I ship a lot of stuff to the States because my son lives there. And it is amazing how quickly they deliver things down there. Same day in some cases. Mm -hmm. For example, I ordered him new contact lenses on Monday. They were there Tuesday morning. They shipped from Seattle to Boston overnight. Mm -hmm. Great. And it didn't even cost that much. Here, it's a lot more expensive to ship. I love this story. It's about a guy from Ontario who had sold some homemade books This is a thing that he was doing as a side hustle.
0: Homemade books. Homemade books. What exactly does that mean? Do we know?
1: He writes a story. He might sew it together. He might. I'm not exactly sure. He's the author
0: of these stories? Okay. Interesting. All right.
1: Somebody ordered some for Christmas, and he wanted to make sure that those packages got there in time for Christmas. But when he was denied entry into the U.S. at the Niagara border, he decided to go over to the Detroit-Windsor border
0: and did he like you know you're gonna get flagged like if they deny you entry in one spot they do communicate with each other do they not
1: <laughs> maybe he didn't know that Aww. so he put on a wetsuit and swam across the detroit
0: river What? okay
1: oh no he swam them across the river christopher Sajalo has been sentenced to time served the judge agreed That while it was a lot of things, it was not, quote unquote, dangerous as accused by the prosecutor. Wow. (laughs) He was arrested just south of Detroit after making the crossing.
0: Okay. So the fact that what he did wasn't, you know, and some people would say not okay.
1: I think it's hilarious. I
0: like a business that will go the extra mile. Yes. Quite literally. Swimming it. But I like the fact that he was... That he was so determined to make sure That the people who purchased items from him Got what they expected and wanted In the time frame they wanted it That's what I like to see from a small business Or a big business You know who wouldn't do that?
1: Amazon, uh, Shopify, any of them They're not sure. swimming across the river To make sure you get your package on time
0: There's this something, guy, to, be, there's something I, to be said for his wor- Kind of for his work ethic here I kind of
1: admire the guy in a way now, no, you should not try and cross an international border via water in a
0: wetsuit. Nobody will see me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was going through his mind? Like, I don't get it. By the way. Good- was it not cold, too? Oh, I'm sure. It, it was, was f- before
1: Christmas. Yeah. That guy did- could have died. We had a mild December, but he was in a wetsuit. Uh, maybe it was good enough, and it's not exactly a huge river. But nonetheless, good on this guy and on border services they control the bridge i don't know if there's necessarily somebody watching the river at all times Well, there is now (laughs) i guess so this guy just started it you know what's gonna happen now they're gonna build a wall
0: (laughs) oh god here we go has trump found out about this yet no but i'm sure that wall plan is coming soon all right
1: women felt pressured into having a joint bank account With their partner Mm. This is either married or cohabitating This from a new survey that says Ladies don't like that Majority would like to have their own bank account With their own savings and pay their own bills So why don't they do it? Here's the thing 71% of women think they should have a separate bank account But only 51% actually do You know, I don't know why that is Personally, I kind of prefer that It's important to have a conversation about money before you jump into the whole cohabitation thing, or before you get married. And if you can come to some sort of an agreement, maybe we'll have a joint bank account and pay all the bills out of there, or yeah. or you have an account, I have an account, you pay the mortgage, I'll pay the utilities, you pay the car payment, I'll pay the insurance. You can divvy it up however you want, but a lot of people... Well, roughly 51% do have an account of their own, but just as many wish they did.
0: Interesting. So I do. I have my own account, and then but I have both. We have a joint account as well. And that's where the mortgage and the property tax and all the things that, you know, the big ticket items we got to spend money on and we have no choice but to spend money on together come out of the joint account. And we just know to put in a certain amount, each of us every time, it's even, it's great. Um, everybody's happy. It, it works for us anyway. Can I just say, though, I think if there's someone and just because you're talking about a specific female survey. yep. So if if it's, let's say, the guy that's saying, oh, no, we got to have a joint. That's it. You can't have your own account. Ah, there's a lot of trust issues there. If you ask me, it seems like they're a little worried that someone's going to spend money that they don't want them to spend or they're worried they're going to have secret something going on on the side and they're spending money and you're not going to know. You're not going to be able to see those statements.
1: There's an oppression factor there too. Women, if you really dig deep into this, sure, um, wish that they had money set aside just in case whatever happens, the relationship doesn't work out or whatever. They wish they had some savings of their own, but there's a lot of guys who feel they can control that relationship when the money all goes through one place. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can leave, but you don't have any money.
0: Right. That sort of thing. Right. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, those they, are. If someone's got that mindset, man.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you, Kat. I really do. Um, but women say generally they felt pressure. The other thing that came up in this is how many women say they felt pressured, societal pressure to take their husband's last name when they really didn't want to. Mm -hmm. That's a tough one too, but that's a conversation you should have before you're filling out the marriage license.
0: Yeah, absolutely. See if they, I I guess from a guy's perspective, maybe they don't like it. Um, I've had, you know what I had actually recently happened? So I have a girlfriend that was like, nope, I'm I'm keeping my last name. That's it. He's going to have his last name. I'm going to have mine and that's that and that's it. And that's great. I mean, I I still have my last name. But when she had kids, that's when she decided okay wait a minute the kids have his last name he has his last name i want that last name now. i'm the
1: odd one so out here some
0: people might change their mind along the way but you should be able to do whatever you want to do and being pressured to do one thing or the other is so unfair that's when issues start to really happen because you're not going to say too much about it maybe i mean these women that filled out the survey for example that wish they had their own accounts have they brought that up to their significant other or are they kind of just keeping it hidden You know, because all that stuff's going to come to the going to come to the surface eventually.
1: Is societal pressure a real thing? Should you feel pressure from anybody else to make very personal decisions like that?
0: I'd like to think that it's slowly going away now. 2020, I'd like to think that all those societal pressures of and we had a great conversation in the podcast just yesterday about pressures of marriage and having kids and all those other things. I'd like to think Slowly those are going away and the younger generations are seeing that they can live their own life however they want to live it and hopefully they find someone that's if they decide to have a partner that's okay with all of that and maybe that's tough to find maybe it's not as easy to find as you think it it is
1: loyalty commitment those are things that might come up in this scenario. Oh, you don't want to take my last name? Is it? Uh, are you really in this then? Like, do you really even want to get married? Oh,
0: why? You want to get out really easily. You don't want people to know you're married. It's
1: tradition.
0: Could be a number of things, right?
1: Sure, sure. Have that conversation in advance. Don't leave it till the last minute, and then you really are in a tough situation when the invitations have already gone out and it's too late to back out. What's your best dish? What's the one thing that it's a home run when when you go into the kitchen and you make this? Anybody who tries it is going to be, oh, my God, Cat! why are you not on Top Chef?
0: Um, <laughs> I don't think anything I make makes people think I should be on Top Chef. I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I do like a good red pepper pasta. I don't eat pasta anymore, though, so I don't make a lot of the things I used to. But there's a couple of dishes in there. Sure.
1: Hmm. Okay. I make a pretty good shepherd's pie. Okay. If, if I want to do something home style, mm-hmm. I'm going to probably do that. Not the trickiest dish to make, but I can do it. I can make a good pot pie. I can make a couple of different things really well. I think I'm good at steak. Notice neither of us said eggs. The top five things that we can make without a recipe are eggs.
0: I wouldn't even have thought of eggs because that to me isn't a recipe though. I mean, what do you do? Maybe you mix a little bit of paprika or a milk or something yeah, into your, your eggs. what's your Like what is, I don't know how that's a recipe.
1: I don't understand how people could stand in front of whoever was asking them in this survey and say, oh yeah, eggs I can do, no problem. I can make them over easy. 49% said they can do over easy eggs, no problem. Scrambled eggs was number two. Hard boiled eggs was number three. Poached eggs was number four. Five, it involves eggs. It's French toast.
0: French, French none of this counts. None of These are all things that you learn when you're like a kid, when you want to start in the kitchen. Am I wrong here? These aren't recipes. And I'm not, I mean. French
1: toast is somewhat of a recipe.
0: Wow, you mix a little cinnamon into the egg. Ooh, (laughs) that does not count as a recipe.
1: Six was soup. And I'd like to think, okay, soup, that requires some effort. But I don't think people were making a soup from scratch. I think they opened a can of soup and put it in a bowl and heated it up in the microwave. Then that doesn't count either. I don't think that counts either.
0: It depends. Like, if you're making a stew, right, and you've got your vegetables and your spices and you simmer it all day, or not all day, but for a couple hours, that that counts, sure. Yeah. But I don't... Can of... That's, that's not your high... That's Campbell's recipe.
1: Seven is grilled cheese... I don't think I've ever had to consult a. Even when I was new in the kitchen, I don't think I've ever had to consult a recipe to make a grilled cheese sandwich.
0: No. Oh,
1: you butter the outside of...
0: Oh. (laughs) That's the key. The outside of the
1: bread. Pasta was number eight, followed by rice. Salad came in at number 10. Are there really people out there who would have to check a recipe to make a salad?
0: The best part about salad is that you can kind of wing it. I kind of wing it and I make it different every time.
1: Put whatever you want in it. Yeah. Whatever you put in your salad is your salad. Toast was number 11. Thank you for coming out. Beans was number 12. Again, that doesn't you, you opened a can of beans and heated them up.
0: Who's 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 doing this survey? Who are these people? Does Two, it give you an age range or anything? Or is it just widespread, all kinds of people?
1: 2,000 people took this survey. You gov. F- pancakes was 13 and then randomly in the middle roasted chicken came in at 14
0: (laughs) okay well that's a little more impressive that's Uh, stepping up the game a little bit I mean uh, I assume uh, you get a rub going right
1: probably not they probably just stuck a chicken in the oven okay but they know how long it's supposed to cook that's progress mashed potatoes bacon grilled vegetables tacos mac and cheese and steak are all on the list
0: You know, we eat every single day, several times a day. It still blows my mind that we in school can teach so many useless things. I'll say it.
1: Are you referring to Pythagorean's theorem?
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Useless things. And yet the basics, the basics, like basic cooking, nutrition, etc. Isn't there every single day, which it should be. And it should start at a young age. Because this is, and I bet you it's a lot of adults that are putting this out there. Mm-hmm.
1: They ask people, what intimidates you in the kitchen? What are you just not 100% sure about your skills with? In the top five included the food processor.
0: Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm.
1: Measuring cups, number two.
0: Measuring cups. Mm-hmm. They're pretty straightforward.
1: Sort of. But if the recipe calls for, for example, milliliters and you've got something in ounces, you might get a little intimidated by that, having to do the conversion.
0: This is where you gotta get a Google Home in your kitchen because it can be so helpful.
1: One in three don't consider themselves
0: particularly impressive
1: with a spatula. How can that many people make eggs, but that many people are intimidated by the spatula? That's confusing to me. Whisk, measuring spoons, Air fryer, one in five are intimidated by their air fryer.
0: I gotta get it. Everyone's telling me to get an air fryer, though. I hear the air fryer is apparently the best.
1: Uh huh. Uh, Pressure cooker, pasta maker, all in there. Yeah, I've never used a pasta maker, and I've also never used a bread maker, and I'm pretty happy with not having done either of those things. Those are the two that would get me.
0: Well, there's two different people. There's people who would use the bread maker constantly. And then there's the people who would just let it collect dust in their kitchen. I would be one of those people that let it collect dust. So I will just go to a bakery if I want some fresh baked bread. There's lots of great spots around here. I'll go pick up a loaf, support a local business, and then I don't have to keep a bread maker in my cupboard. I'm happy with that.
1: Certain things are left to the experts for a reason. Mm -hmm. Megan Bread? Yeah, that's one of them for me.